Welcome to the Mindfulness Meditation Podcast, presented by the Rubin Museum of Art. We are a museum in Chelsea, New York, that connects visitors to the art and ideas of the Himalayas and serves as a space for reflection and transformation. I'm your host, Dawn Eshelman. Every Monday, we present a meditation session inspired by a different artwork from the Rubens Collection and led by a prominent meditation teacher from the New York area. This podcast is a recording of our weekly practice. In the description for each episode, you will find information about the theme for that week's session, including an image of the related artwork. Our Mindfulness Meditation Podcast is presented in partnership with Sharon Salzberg and teachers from the New York Insight Meditation Center, the Interdependence Project, and Parabola Magazine. If you'd like to join us in person, please visit our website at rubenmuseum.org meditation. And now, please enjoy your practice. Welcome to the Rubin Museum of Art and to our weekly mindfulness meditation practice. Uh, my name is Dawn Eshelman, and it's great to see you all here. Anybody here for the very first time in this program? Welcome. Great to have you. Who comes every week if they can? Hello there. And in between, somewhere in between, welcome, welcome. Welcome to everybody listening on podcast. And happy Losar, Tashi Dalek. It is just uh, been recently celebrated, the Tibetan New Year. And here we are in March now. And it is inching towards springtime, right? And um, who knows what the weather will do, but the calendar is um, marching us forward. And we wanted to take this month, this moment, to um, really recognize the, the changing of the season into spring and uh, connect it with Losar, the Tibetan New Year, and this idea of beginning again, um, which we talk about sometimes at the beginning of the Gregorian calendar, New Year, but really wanted to talk about it this year in, uh, in a connection with springtime and Losar. So this idea of um, renewal. And through the Tibetan Buddhist lens, um, there is a very literal engagement with that idea through the concept of rebirth, right? And that uh, the idea is that beings uh, have many lives and are reborn into different, uh, different lives depending on their karma and um, their work uh, spiritually. And we won't be touching too much on that aspect, though some of the art that we'll be looking at will, will give us the opportunity to talk about that. But, um, but this idea of renewal or beginning again is something that we know a lot about through our meditation practice as well. That um, practice of uh, literally forgetting what you're doing, um, having your mind wander, and then saying, oh, that's right, I'm going to come back. Beginning again. So there's um, a lot of metaphor for that in, in our practice. This is the red Avalokiteshvara. And we've talked about Avalokiteshvara, I know, several times um, recently. But um, this is a, a beautiful and kind of unique 
um, uh, tanka here with a red avalagoteshvaras kind of cloaked in this um, almost liquid-like green scarf with a kind of green halo contrasting behind his head. And even further contrast, that deep, deep blue that's right behind his red body there, and then a kind of sun-like halo behind all of that. And Red Avalokiteshvara is known as the all-seeing lord of the world, and the deities that surround him in the artwork symbolize his ability to see and manifest his compassion in all realms. And in his right hand is held the gesture of generosity, and um, Avalokiteshvara is, is known as this bodhisattva who, although he has attained enlightenment and could move, move on beyond the realms of samsara and existence, has chosen to remain until everyone is free, until everyone has attained enlightenment. So he's really engaged with this cycle of, of uh, rebirth and renewal. So Lama Arya Drolma is here with us. Thank you so much for being here with us right after Losar. She's formally authorized Buddhist teacher and lineage holder in the Karma Kagyu tradition of Tibetan Buddhism. She's a graduate of the traditional Tibetan Buddhist retreat program at Palpung Tubtin Choling Monastery in New York. And she has extensive training in the Dharma Path program of mindfulness and contemplations. She teaches worldwide uh, retreats, workshops, and corporate meditation programs conveying the Vajra Vajrayana Buddhism and Buddhist principles, Vajrayana. Please welcome back Lama Arya Droma. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome. Thank you all for coming in today. I'm so happy to be here uh, right after Losar. And thank you, Dawn, for the lovely introduction. And uh, happy Losar to all of you all. Happy New Year. Um, I believe every day can be a new year. Every month can be a new year. Every moment for you to re-change and uh, invite all the wonderful things into your life and leave behind all your old memories. Uh, so, and I see we have some newcomers Thank you for being here. Lovely, after the guided meditation, we have an introduction tour of the Tanka, and it'll be very, very interesting for you all to attend that because uh, you'll have a detailed description of all the deities around, and uh, or any questions you may have can all be answered uh, during the tour. So uh, today, as Dawn explained, we have the red Avalokiteshvara in Tibetan Buddhism. Uh, Avalokiteshvara is called Chenrezi, and there is none more venerated than red Avalokiteshvara, Chenrezi. He is the lord of compassion, of loving kindness, of all things wonderful. So uh, for many, Tibetan Buddhists and devotees, this is not just an image. It is the deity itself. And uh, so if you were to be a 
Yesterday, we had a beautiful uh, birthday celebration for one of the masters called His Holiness uh, Thai Sito Rinpoche. And uh, he lives in Beer in India. And when all the devotees came to the monastery, they saw there are many tankas there and beautiful sculptures of uh, Maitreya Buddha. And the minute they walk in, because they feel they have such devotion and veneration, they really feel it's the deity itself. They all do a full length prostration, several prostrations. Um, this is, you know, humbling themselves and saying, um, you know, bless us. So in this context, um, as uh, Dawn explained, the hand symbol is of utter uh, uh, generosity, unconditional generosity. And the eyes, if you have to take a closer look at the eyes, it is gazing at each one of y'all, all the sentient beings with unconditional love and compassion. And, uh, and for, as I said, the mo for most devotees, uh, our Lord, this tanka would be the deity in revelation. And, in, and what do I mean by that? Uh, at, and it is in the context that when you see these tankas, it is an auspicious sight, a divine sight. And this auspicious sight or the sacred vision is called in Sanskrit as darshana or darshan. So when, especially in India, when you go to a Buddhist temple, they say, I'm going to get Buddha's darshan, meaning when they go to the temple, you view Buddha as a real Buddha because it's consecrated. And not only that, the belief is the Buddha can also see you, and thus you receive the immense blessings of the Buddha. So this is what darshan means. Means the grace of seeing the divine, also being seen by the divine, and as a result, receiving the immense blessing. So if you want to, today, you can get a little bit of that feeling of divine grace, um, which just helps you in your meditation. And the divine grace, Chendresi, uh, Avalodkeshwara, blesses you is loving kindness and compassion. And the mantra of Chendresi is Om Mani Padme Hong, Om Mani Padme Hong. And this mantra is so potent that it's believed the mantra Om Mani Padme Hong and Chenrezi, if you were to follow the sadhana and the practice in one lifetime, you can become enlightened. So most of uh, monks and nuns, we have the Chenrezi practice in the monastery almost every day without fail. And every day without fail, we embody the loving compassion and blessings of Chenrezi, the Avalokiteshwara. It's because it is, we are able to transform ourselves, and this is one of the best way to transform the mental state we are in. We are mostly, our mental state is of stress and anxiety and fear, and this is the quickest way to transform our mental state. And 
I'll be, I'm very curious to know who may have commissioned this beautiful Tanka painting and in the um, culture, uh, Eastern culture, um, whoever commissions such great Tanka paintings or sculptures, they do that to ensure a fortunate rebirth in the future. You know, doing all these noble things, um, uh, embodying the qualities of goodness, generosity, patience, and all these meditation. These are all in the process of having a better rebirth. And so the concept of rebirth is very, very, very important in the Eastern um, tradition, in the Buddhist, especially in the Buddhist tradition. And all the practices you see, most of the monks and the nuns and all the great teachers, their only goal is to have a better rebirth. The reason we, we do meditation practice is to understand what our mind is, to understand the nature of the mind, uh, because our body and our mind is very, very closely connected. And once you are no more on this earth, then your consciousness or your mind is very, very potent. So by doing meditation, by um, you know, having all these good qualities like loving, compassion, kindness, that automatically gives you that chance of being born in a better place or your rebirth will be of, of a good fortune. So this is the whole concept. And rebirth is very, very uh, vast. Um, it'll probably take the whole point of rebirth, the whole talk of rebirth can take over a month. So what I'm going to be doing today is I'll talk to you about rebirth, which is from moment to moment. Every moment you're being re reborn because it's every moment you're taking one breath and you're just one breath away from death. And you know, most of us don't even realize that, you know, because we feel that we're going to live forever. It's so, if you understand this concept of every breath from moment to moment, you have a chance to be reborn. Let all your, you can embody better uh, positive emotions into yourself. So the, the present moment is already dies and then the, all your experience are the past. And what is important is the now. So that's what meditation does. We always get back to the present moment. And just like, just like all the cells in your body, they die, and then it's replaced by new cells, and many times during one's lifetime. We, so we get reborn every moment. And if you look at the mind, the same thing. You know, at this moment when you walked in, there's a lot of excitement. All the states of your mind, everything is gone. And right now, a new state of mind is there. So even your mind and body are not the same as it was a few moments ago or even last year. And here's something we don't realize. A lot of us identify ourselves with someone who we were when we were six years old. Nothing wrong with that, that's our real reality. But from six years old, let's say all of you are 18, <laughs> whatever age you are, um, you have changed. 
Everything has changed about you. All the cells have changed, your mental state has changed, everything has changed. But you still identify yourself when you were eight years old and you know the storyline or narrative can go like this. When I was eight years old, I was bullied and today I'm traumatized. But now you're 20 years old and you can definitely deal with the bully. So that aspect you can let go. Why carry all these baggages? Oh, you know, because now you're older and wiser. So if you, if you were to deal with that bully, you can certainly deal with that bully. And so the idea is, I'm just giving you a very simple example, to let go of some of your old negative narrative that you're carrying about yourself. Because today, you're totally a different person. You're a new person. And at this very moment, one of the most powerful, powerful powerful things you can do is to live your life in the present moment because in every moment there is power to grow, to heal, to change, to create and to expand. Every single moment contains billions of seed uh, of potential. In every moment there's a power to change direction, to choose new feelings, new thoughts, new outlook, and it's all right here and right now. So this is why, you know, the concept of being reborn from moment to moment is important. So example, I have to tell you, today was a, a very interesting day as I was rushing to come here. And I went to the parking lot, I was driving to the parking lot, and I saw a spot. And I had prayed to Mother Tara, please let me get a good parking spot. <laughs> Why? Because in the evening when I go back, it's kind of late, and I want a closer spot to the train, so it's safer for me to walk. And then, oh my God, I saw this spot. And I quickly drove, and I was like, wow! And I zoomed into this parking lot, it's very close, and I was like, Wow, thank you, Tara. Right then, there was a car that blocked me and said, you took my spot. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't see you. But then well, as I was like, you know, like driving there, I'm like, good, good, good driving skills, you know, because I was like, wow, that was pretty good. And then the man blocked me and he said, you took my spot. And I said, no, I thought you were parked there. I didn't take your spot. And he said, I, and I said, I was waiting for the new train to come and there was a man who got out, one man who got out and he pulled out and I apparently was waiting for that spot and I didn't see him. So, but I was not going to give that spot up. <laughs> so, <laughs> I said, I am a Buddhist, but not a doormat or anything. You can't believe me. <laughs> So, and then I said, uh, sir, I'm so sorry, but this was free for both of us. We didn't know who was going to come out, but he said, I was waiting for that spot. And I said, but I didn't see you. And then anyways, um, I got the spot. I was very happy. I ran into the train. I got a good place to sit. But while I sat, I said to myself, you know, I've really ruined this man's day because he was all huffed up and puffed up and he saw me and he just walked straight. And I said, you know, the good thing for me to do is I have the techniques, the tools and skills 
to get rid of this emotion right now because I can meditate, I can calm myself. But he is not going to be so upset that there was this sneaky woman who like <laughs> got his place in his perspective. So you know what I said? I'm going to go and say apologize to him because I wanted his day to be a good day. And that's what I, I've been taught, to have compassion, because I had the tools and techniques, but I don't think he may have had the tools and techniques. And his narrator, when he went back to the office, would be, you know, there was this, how were you, Paul? Oh my God, I had a rough day. There was a sneaky woman who pulled in to my spot. So, so then I was, but now there was this fear in me. There was shame. If I go to him and I say, I'm, I apologize, he may push me away or he may say something mean to me because he did say some bomb words, which I, I'm not going to say. And then I I'm said, I'm going to do that. So I want him to have a better day. And this is what compassion is. This is what loving kindness is. It's doing small acts. So I mustered all my courage. And then again, I thought to myself, you know, this is a great opportunity for all my narrative to let go. What am I going to let go of? Shame, fear, all these emotions, the storylines we keep. And I'm going to be very courageous and I'm going to apologize there. And whatever he says, I'm going to be okay with it. So um, as we got off the train, I ran. I saw this gentleman who looked like that and I tapped on, uh, tapped on him and I said, I'm so sorry, um, I really want you to have a good day, I apologize. And when he fully turned back, it was not the same person. <laughs> but guess what? I was so delighted that he said, but whatever it is, I, I accept your apology. <laughs> and then here, look at my transformation because I wanted to show loving kindness. I got rid of my fear. I got rid of my shame. So these are little acts that you all can do each day because we are reborn every moment. Let go of your old baggage and bring in the new. So on that, today's meditation, we will meditate on loving kindness. I'll give you a guided meditation. It's a very easy guided meditation. And to start the mindfulness meditation, there are two essential points. First is your body posture, and the second is your mind. So for the body posture, let's all sit up straight. And you can put, place your hands on your lap like this. And you can keep your gaze a little bit downward. And the second essential point is your mind. So you have to get, you know, right now, your mind may have traveled somewhere. So let's bring our mind's attention to our body. And one of the best things to do is to breathe and put your attention on the breath. And for the, we, let's take three long breaths, okay? Just to bring your mind's attention on your breath. Let's breathe in. Let go of all your worries. So the first three breaths are deep. The second breath again deep. Again. So this is good, the first three breaths. Now we will start the meditation. And now you breathe as you normally breathe. 
you don't have to force your breath and if you feel comfortable if you you can keep your eyes opened and if you feel um, if you want to keep your eyes closed that's all right as well so let's put our attention on our breath feeling each breath as it goes in and as your breath comes out just let the breath fill the entire space in front of you and if you so dare let your breath fill the entire universe and when you're letting your breath out just visualize the breath to be of white light of loving kindness extending to every sentient being so we'll start breathe in and as you breathe out let the white light of loving kindness touch every sentient being's heart and they're fully healed and happy so just continue doing this form of breathing inhale and exhale and as you breathe out bring your mind's attention to the feeling of unconditional love and kindness in your mind stream and from your heart sending out white light of love to the entire space in front of you and just rest in that present moment of awareness inhale and exhale breathe normally breathe gently and as you breathe out from your heart feel the white light of life sending it out to all the sentient beings and just rest in that present moment of awareness the moment you notice your mind wandering off that's okay 
just say thinking and bring your mind's attention back to your breath. Inhale and exhale. Feel your breath all the way going down to your abdomen and then gently coming out. And as you breathe out from your heart, the white light of pure love, sending it out to all the sentient beings and rest in that present moment of awareness. And any time you catch your mind wandering, that's fine, that's what your mind does. Just say thinking. Again, bring your mind's attention back to your breath. And this time, really concentrate, putting all your attention on your breath. Inhale, and as you exhale, let your breath fill the entire space in front of you and rest in that present moment of awareness. The purpose of meditation is to train your mind. So right now, this is how you'll train your mind when you have negative emotions or thoughts. You just have to let go of that, let go of the narrative and bringing your mind's attention on your breath. Inhale and exhale. Breathe normally. Breathe gently. And as you breathe out, let your entire breath fill and permeate the whole space in front of you. And just rest in that present moment of awareness. Do not follow the past. The past is finished. Do not follow the future. The future is not here yet. 
be in the present moment. Let go of all your baggage from the past and come back to the present moment and rest your mind's awareness there. Again, inhale and exhale, breathe normally, breathe gently, and this time really embody the feeling of unconditional love, the universe has abundance to give us and visualize the whole light of loving-kindness embrace you and from your heart let that white light fill the entire universe and right at this moment rest in that present moment of awareness Notice your mind wandering off and that's quite okay. The minute you let your you the minute you know your mind has wandered off, say thinking, let go of the thought, again bring your mind's attention to your breath. Inhale and exhale, breathe normally. and rest in that present moment of awareness. Okay. Thank you everyone. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day. Thank you. That concludes this week's practice. If you would like to support the Rubin Museum in this meditation series, we invite you to become a member and attend in person for free. Thank you for listening. Have a mindful day.